Well, hello everyone and welcome to the Very Reasonable Pilots Podcast. I'm your host, Charles Long, and with me as always, my co-host, editor, producer, co-pilot, gunner, navigator, and podcasting associate, Jacob Gloth. And we are here today to pitch a brand new televisual series. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? You didn't ask me how I'm doing today? Yeah. That was weird. (laughs) Okay. Jeez. All right. Well. Well, I already know how you're doing today. No, it's whatever. It's okay. It's whatever. I don't care. You're bad. You're doing bad. I know it. Poorly. The audience knows it now. I just didn't want to bring it up. (laughs) Okay. Well, you know, you could have asked. Sometimes it doesn't hurt to ask. All right. How's it it going? It's too late now. You already (laughs) missed your chance. Fair enough. We're going to pitch a brand new TV series today. Off the bloody dome because this is episode of 140, and that's what we do every 10 episodes. Is we just come up with a show off the head of our brains. We just do that. He was gonna say dome again, but he had to. He froze up. I was I was gonna say dome again, and I was like, I I just said dome. I'm gonna come up with something else to say. Off the heads of our brains. (laughs) Okay. Well, today we have to pitch a brand new. TV show, which we do every week, but this time we didn't have any preparation at all because that's the way the tenth episode works. Yeah, and uh, well, here we are without an idea, sitting, what are talking, we gonna do? contemplating, maybe going to waste time. My usual go-to activity when uh, on the tenth episode is just to look around my desk and kind of build an idea based off what's on my desk. So yeah, see that's a shit idea. So um, anyway, we've la- last time out, right? Yeah. You pitched uh, a sci-fi show, and before that, I pitched a history show, and before that, we pitched a superhero show. We've really boxed ourselves into a corner here. Yeah. Because um, sci-fi's out, superheroes are out, history's out. Yeah. What else? There's Should we do a, like a show about today? You know, a present yeah, show. We haven't we, done one of those in a while. We haven't done a, a modern day, classic, just genuine TV show in a while, right? We haven't done yeah. any of those. Maybe, well, because that's not really our wheelhouse. Typically, boring. We could do a. Sorry. What if we do a modern a day period piece? Yeah, we could do a period. Well, that's history. What if we did a modern no, well, day? Well, see, that, that, my, my history was, uh, what's it called? Like, uh, Roman, Roman Republic. You know, that's ancient history. Yeah. You know? I feel like uh, 1850 to today is is within our wheelhouse. Okay. What if we did a 1920s gangster show? 1920s gangster show? Yeah. Mm, I feel like noir kind of hit that with the superhero show. Yeah, yeah. But, you're right. But I like the flappers and the all the twenties stuff. What if we did it on jazz? What if we did like a historical drama about Charlie? Do you know enough about jazz to pitch this show? No, not no. at all. Then why? What are we doing? We can't do that. Yeah, we can. We can make up a jazz person. We can imagine a jazz man and just have his adventures through the all right. The all right. 20s. What if we did a show during like musket era? You know. All right, seventeen like sometime between. Um, no, 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 like eighteen hundreds, like okay. Napoleon, Napoleonic times. Okay, you know. Yeah, I'm here from musket era. I like I like late musket era, you know, because then we can get people know what they're doing now. With yeah, the muskets. There are a mm-hmm. few revolvers, cannons. but they're really expensive and hard to make, so most people just use muskets. 
Yeah, we got the flintlock pistols. People still have swords. Blunderbusses. Yeah, cool, I love you know? a blunderbuss. This, uh, this is one of the coolest eras, I think, in, in warfare. Because you got people just lined up shooting each other. Mm -hmm. And then you still got cavalry that just somehow wins in the end because they charge through the musket fire and kill everyone. Yeah, with big horses. And muskets are shit. Mm -hmm. So they'd probably bounce off the horses. That's not true. That's, That's not true at all. They fucking rip apart the horses. That was really bad. It was really, really yeah. bad back in the day in history times. Well, except, you know, like in, you know, Napoleonic warfare. Well, not as much in Napoleonic warfare, but, you know, like, you don't really have that many dudes out there. So there's not going to be that much cat, that many casualties. Yeah. And they you didn't. People die. Not that many people die. And they didn't care about the fucking horses dying. You know, that wasn't a big deal to them. Oh, there's a lot of horses. They didn't really care about. They don't really care about horses dying now either. So we haven't really. Well, people care about horses dying. People you know? care about. I don't know not. why you're getting on this horse thing. Like you're trying to say, I, like nobody gave a shit about horses. Do you give a shit about horses? Probably not. No, you're, you're a liar if you do. I don't care about horses. They're, so let's move on. They're gross animals. I, Charlie thinks all horses should die. I would love to eat a horse, though. I know the meat would be bad and stringy and gross. I still want to try it. It's like how I want to try dog. I wonder if a wild okay, so, horse tastes different than us. So Napoleonic era, that's one idea. What, what, what were you saying before I oh, tossed that in uh, there? Well, Napoleonic era, maybe we could do pirates. I like that. I think we've done pirates before. We have we? done pirates before, but pirates are so cool. What if we did a, a, oh, yeah. what if we did a comedy, right, about pirates? A bunch of gay pirates, because pirates were the some of the first, you know, modern people to to be, like, cool with gay marriage. So what yeah, if... Yeah, well, that's not true. Yeah, they had gay marriage. Uh, the ancient Greeks were totally cool with that's why being I, gay. That's why I said modern people. Are you saying that the the first people of Western civilization, civilization are modern people? What is modern people? Do you think pirates are modern people? Uh, is that true? Like... Post you throw a term like that. Ancient Greece is about as modern as pirates. Mm, that's not true. In saying that neither are modern people. I would say 1600s onwards. That's pretty modern. All right. After well, the invention of shoelaces. Right. That's pretty modern. Okay, so if anyone has shoelaces, they're modern. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that is what I'm saying. And I stand okay. by it. Well, you're an idiot then. <laughs> that may be true, but... My my, I feel some historians would back me up here. Nobody would because you're an idiot. Um. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I don't, I'm not. I'm not really feeling that. No setting. pirates. All right. Musket. Musket era. Pirates. We've done it. Done it before. You know. Yeah. We played people. Pirates of the Caribbean. You know. There's so many movies about pirates. There are a lot of movies about pirates, and about most pirates. of them are bad. Um. So like. So Napoleonic era, musket era, war situation. Maybe we do an. Well, we don't have to do that. I'm just, I'm, I'm just spitballing here. Uh, do we, do we want to do something funny? What are you feeling like? Uh, funny. I think we could have a, a, an irreverent character, but I don't think that the show. I don't think we should do a comedy. Maybe we should do a comedy. You want to do comedy? Yeah. I was thinking. Do comedy. There, I was thinking that uh, you got me thinking about. There's a comic book, right, called Baltimore. Lord, It's about Lord Henry Baltimore, and it's set in an alternative universe in which there's, like, during... World War One ends, 
when like monsters start taking over the world and like destroying stuff and so everybody has to fight monsters with all old World War One weapons. And it's pretty cool. So what if we did like a like a sort of apocalypse situation? But it's the Napoleonic era and everybody's got muskets and swords and cannons and stuff. And there's like maybe it's aliens. That could be cool. Okay, so at the Battle of Waterloo, mm-hmm. aliens land in the middle of the field. And they start fucking everybody up. And they, well, here's what I was going to say. They were, they, they thought that this would be the perfect place to, you know, introduce themselves to humanity. Yeah. Because they've got all these great powers at, in the same place at the same time. But obviously, since they're in the middle of the battlefields, uh, the French... The Prussians and the English absolutely fuck up the aliens. Yeah, lots of cannons because there's and cannons set up on all sides, and they just they just rip them to pieces. Mm-hmm. And that's what starts the alien invasion. That can make sense. Yeah, that's a good. That's and so a now good we have thing, like uh, these aliens, like you know, invading. But we have like these roaming bands of like eighteen uh, or nineteenth century armies running around, like all these, uh, you know. Napoleon has got a force, like he's got like a, they're like a, what's it called, um, like a war band, you know. They're like mm-hmm. they don't they don't have a country anymore because there's an invasion, but there's like Napoleon's army just wanders around and takes out aliens and you know and takes over like towns and that you know sort I mean? of thing, yeah. And we could follow uh, a couple characters that are part of one of these, like you know, that are switching between these different war bands and this. What if we follow a French soldier? Who gets separated from his warband? You know, he's left behind because they think he's dead. You know, that sort of thing. But he's able to like escape from the burning wreckage of whatever you know transportation thing he was in. And he and an English soldier, you know, take refuge from the battle in like an abandoned cottage. Oh, I like that because they sort of hate each other. Yeah, but they they need each other to survive because both of them are are injured in some way. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe the English soldier's like arm is in a sling. He's like got a broken arm, so he can't do a lot of the hand stuff. And then the French soldier, maybe one of his legs is all fucked up, or maybe even lost one of his legs. Like he's he's got a peg, right? So they both kind of need each other okay. to survive. And then you know that could be like episode one is these two dudes they find each other and they're like we hate each other, but also we need each other, and they start you know okay. Yeah, working. We could have it. Here's here's how we do that. We first episode's the Battle of Waterloo when this all happens, right? Mm-hmm. I think it'd be so funny if we had a huge budget for the show. And we did like a really awesome recreation oh, yeah. of the Battle of Waterloo. Like we got a bunch and then of the aliens drop in. Yeah. Now in the Battle of Waterloo, there's these. Uh, it's centered around these farmhouses, and the British have control of them. So what we could do is that um, the aliens jump down or drop down. And then, like, how the fighting kicks off. And the French are obviously, you know, they're fighting the aliens, but they're also fighting the English. It's a big, like, you know, three-way battle. Yeah. And so we have our French soldier in this. He storms with his battalion, one of the farmhouses. And, uh, like, the British soldier is part of the battalion that's holding it. And the fire, you know, ignites. And they both get trapped in, like, a room as everything's burning. And they have to work together to get out. Mm -hmm. And by the time they get out... Um, the battle is just like you know mostly over there's dead aliens on the field like everyone's gone or routed or left and they're just sort of in this like 
dead field. Maybe, um, the, like, and that's, like, the whole episode is the battle, right? Yeah. And when they get out, that's the end of the episode when they get out into the field and they see all the dead around them. Real bad. That's, like, boom, ending. Boom, ending. That'd be cool. That would be a cool, uh, episode one. Then, you know, episode... What's our, what's our French and English soldiers' names? All right, French. Uh, Pierre. 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 And English guy will be named George. 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 Pierre and George. Pierre Pierre and George. And then at the end of the series, we reveal his last name is Orwell. And he's actually George Orwell. Oh my God. And he receives alien technology that lets him live for way longer than a normal human should be able to be alive and so he's isn't George Orwell's real name not actually George Orwell no it's something else (laughs) that's his like writer name yeah it's something yeah Yeah, we'll just call it he like didn't want to get in trouble we'll call him George George and Pierre Pierre yeah anyway so George and Pierre they are the the, the two main maybe there's a bit of a language barrier at first Mm -hmm. right um but it's revealed that the French character does know English. He just doesn't like speaking English. Yeah. Because he thinks it's a dirty language. Dirty language. It's it's gross. He doesn't like it. He's not a fan. But then... At the end of the episode, like, they'll come out and Pierre will be like, fucking shit. And then George will turn and be like, wait, you can speak English? You could have spoke English this whole time? And he's like, yeah, I speak English. I just it's a f- fucking hate the English. It's fucking filthy. It's like, oh, cool. Yeah, and then his one of his Maybe, arcs. oh okay here's an idea uh-huh. uh huh George shouldn't be uh, English he should be Scottish because they had uh what the what's what are they called the um the Highlander units yeah in the, the Highland units in the British Army they had like a name for them like the um uh like the something guard it's really killing me right now I'm looking it you up you talk while I look it up okay you're looking it up yeah that would be cool and he's wearing a kilt. Wearing a battle kilt. He's got a big sword and a big old, uh, maybe he keeps a flintlock uh, the pistol. The Scots Grays. Uh, the Royal Scots Grays. That's what he should be. Maybe he uh, keeps a pistol so on his like inner this, thigh. like older Scottish guy, right? Mm-hmm. And the other dude, or maybe he's he's not too old. You know, he's like, uh, well, he's old for their time. So probably like, he's like late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Right? Um, and then the the French guy, we'll, we'll say he's part of Napoleon's old guard, which is like the people that have been with him for most of his career. Mm-hmm. So he's also about that age. Yeah. So we got two like you know kind of veteran soldiers, as you would see at the Battle of Waterloo, mm-hmm. um, that are making up the beginning of our little our little group here. Yeah, that's good. I like it. If he's Scottish, okay. maybe he should have a different name. Yeah, I, I don't. I can't think of a name right now. Um, Let me look up famous Napoleonic Scottish names. <laughs> I just googled Scottish names. Cameron Angus. I like Angus. Duncan. Duncan. I think Duncan. That'd be good. It's kind of a good dunk. you know ring to it. Dunk. Dunk. Hey, yo, Dunk. And then we could have a brash American show up at some point in the in the uh, show, and he's just like a. A big city New Yorker, New York, like, war reporter, and he was separated from the, the press people, and he's just, like, a total coward, 
and scared of his mind, and he needs to rely on these two to protect him, and then they have somebody they both dislike, because nobody likes America. Um, wait. So we want a, to American to be there that everyone hates? Yeah. Okay, I, I, I like that, but I think we should... I was At the same time, I was thinking that we should have a American, an Englishman, uh, a Scotsman, an Irishman, and a Frenchman, and they all hate the Englishman. Yeah, that's good. I like that a lot. They all hate the Englishman for vastly different reasons, but they all hate him. Yeah. Okay, so... Oh, yeah, I like, I, I'm liking this. All right, so we've got our two, uh, you know, main. initial characters. Yeah, our two main, are Mr. main. Mr. Pierre and, um, and Duncan. Dunk. Dunk. Duncan. Like, just Dunk, you know? Dunk. Reminds me of Dunkin' Egg from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, the side book. Dunk. Uh, anyway, Dunk and uh, Pierre. They, they've got to do something after this. So we've got aliens exist now. Mm-hmm. They're fucking everybody uh, up. Maybe we should limit them in some way. Yeah, maybe that. I think sci-fi weapons is a little much. So what if the aliens, like, they they have ships and stuff, and they can invade, but they never really made guns, right? Mm -hmm. Like they just made genetic like monsters. Yeah, that's good. So wouldn't that be wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. So they, they just have like their weapons are all part of their physiology, or they have like bands of like do war dogs, but they're like weird, crazy alien dogs, you know? Yeah. So like they don't. Nothing that they do is, like, uh, kinetic. They don't have any, they, like, they don't have guns in their arms. They have, like, like they'll, they'll shoot bile out of their mouths yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, or they'll have, like, like they have different things you'd see in nature, like, um, maybe, like, Venus flytrap, like, hands that, like, clap down on you and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's so no... we could have, like, really cool, like... A monster's charging like a firing line. They're like fire, and then they're like reloading, reloading, reloading. Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> fire again. Do it. Let's go. It's just as fast as you can. Who cares? Or like we'd have a cool scene where like a a monster's chasing a dude through like a a house, and he's like running or like running like crazy, and he like pops into a room and next to a can, and he lights it just as the monster comes in and shoots it in the face. Oh, that'd be it. great. We could have a situation yes. where like our main characters are running through the Siberian wilderness. For whatever reason, it's just like, oh shit, this monster's totally gonna kill them and rip their faces off. And just as they think that they're cornered, a grizzly bear just shows up out of nowhere and rips it in half. Because grizzly bears yeah. are fucking crazy. They're a horrible monster animals. So it's just like, yeah, we could have a Russian up. character that, like, like it, it, the grizzly bear is gonna attack them afterwards, but then the Russian character just, like, puts his hand up, and the grizzly bear's like, oh yes, Russians, they're, they're with us, yeah. you know? I get For it. Russian people and the <laughs> the bear are the same. We are the same, you and I. Here is a tricycle. No, yeah, you know, maybe he starts doing hands. that, and the people are like, like our other characters, are like, oh my god, they can control bears, and the bear rips his face off. And yeah, they all have to run away, and they all run away, and the bear's just too busy eating, like munching on him. Yeah, because yeah, the the bear's just hungry, and he tries to eat the alien, but the alien tastes so weird and gross because it's made out of alien stuff, and so they're like, fuck that, I'm just gonna eat this dude. And then it does. Dude, yeah, it tastes way better. Okay. So we've got our... We still only have our first two characters. We have to figure out how we get the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Right? So what's rational here? Like, they, these two characters, they just... Maybe. They're all alone at the Battle of Waterloo. They're together now. They're both injured, so I guess they need help, right? So yeah. we need them to... Um, 
I guess they're thinking they're in France. They probably want to go to like a coastal town, right, mm-hmm. to try to get some help. Yeah, Pierre can. Pierre knows of a town that isn't. It's far, but it's not so far that they won't be able to make it. And like he's got a. He used to date a girl who was from this town, right? That that'll be the explanation. Yeah. And so they begin walking, you know, or mm-hmm. hobbling, hopping, whatever the the walking situation is. And they like pick like go through the battlefield and they like take weapons off of off of the you know dead and they take coats and stuff to stay warm and you know we can have it could be a fun little montage of them making their way to this town and they like hide in the brush because there's a you know an english uh army like patrol that goes by and then they hide in the brush again because there's a fucking alien army patrol that goes by and it's just like well, we have an english soldier or a scottish yeah. soldier who's part of the army so Maybe it's just the, um, what's it called? Maybe it's just the, uh... The war bands. They'll kill alien. anyone. Yeah, but see, we don't know that at this point. We don't, we're just at the, the battle just yeah, happened, yeah, right? Yeah, you're these, right. These people just need medical help. So we just need the aliens to walk by, maybe, and they're hiding. They're like, what the hell is going on here? This is mm-hmm. crazy. The fuck is that and, thing? <clears throat> that they should get to the town, and the town, um, has already been taken over by, like, a warlord, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. It's like chaos is, is full-on reigning now. Mm-hmm. We'll say it's because um, the Prussians were involved in the battle. So, like, a a Prussian lieutenant and his, like, squadron after the Battle of Waterloo, like, came to this town. They took it over. Yeah. Right? And they're in the town hall, like, you know, eating and drinking. and we'll call him Friedrich. Stuff. Friedrich. Yeah, Friedrich. Uh, I like that. Friedrich. He's taken over the town, and he's, you know full-on piece of shit Mm -hmm. right and uh they get there and they have to try to like get help slyly right and they're gonna get caught by this this prussian dude who probably would just shoot them both right Mm -hmm. and uh we need someone to help them so i'm thinking we add another person here maybe they get the person that helps them probably uh a woman because we're lacking in diversity we are it's just a bunch of dudes right now we get a we get uh, can it be someone, an American woman doctor? Uh, Did they let yeah, women be so, doctors back then? Let's just say she's a, a nurse for the Let's sake of historical accuracy. In yeah, this so we got show. like a a battlefield nurse who's uh who's like you know in the town and she helps them yeah. decide and so she's actually American but she's been living in France for a long time. So she speaks French and English. Yeah. She does the accent and well, but, you know, she can switch to English to talk to the Scottish guy. And he's like, you're an American. They're like, yeah. goddamn right. God bless America, 1776. God bless America. <laughs> yep, that's exactly how she is. That's how Americans talk. And so she helps them get some medical help and then, you know, enlist them to help her, like, little resistance movement mm-hmm. to take out uh, Friedrich, the... Uh, the warlord the, you know dictator warlord of this town yeah so they you know okay, be, yeah. begin like constructing some sort of like guerrilla warfare tactics you know like the punji is it the punji pits they had in vietnam where they had a big pit of spikes you know they do a bunch of shit like that yeah. all over the town turned to like a booby trap laden you know at least some section of it and then duncan and pierre go in and they 
they steal something from Frederick, and he's such a vain, you know, prick that he's like, they know that he'll chase them, and so they he they bait him to to chase them into the section of the town that they booby trapped, and that just fucks up all his soldiers and his men and stuff. Yeah, then they have like a big fight, um, and I was thinking the fight ends, you know, they beat Frederick. And that's when the monsters invade. I was gonna right? say, yeah, the monsters. So maybe in the beginning of the episode, we see them, like, repel monsters, right? Frederick and his men. And so at the end, the monsters invade, and, like, we can't, these guys can't really hold it off. And so we kind of get to see that despite the fact that these were dictators and these war band people, these warlords are, uh... They're bad, but you know, they're still necessary. They're bad. Like, they're, they are kind of necessary, because they need some sort of military force to hold off the monsters. Mm-hmm. These aliens. Maybe the town will get decimated. Only a you know a, a handful of people will survive, and uh, Duncan, Pierre, and the American person. Let's call her Sally May. I'm a Southern Sally. Belle, Sally May. She's from Louisiana. Just Sally May's her her name, but we'll call her Sally because it's short. Yeah, that's that's way easier. Sally. Uh, they all decide. You know, we're gonna lead these people to a more fortified town Sadie. nearby, and that that that's how the episode ends with them leading this. You know, this conga line of really sad, fucked up French villagers to you know a local somewhere else, somewhere else that hasn't been taken over. Ooh, by maybe aliens. they're going to Paris. I was no, gonna say cool. maybe Paris, but dis- depended on how we wanted to. I don't know. Full disclosure. See, we, we, maybe we got to go somewhere else so that we can get uh, another character that isn't French. You know. Yeah. Um, maybe we're go- Maybe they're like, well, Johannesburg. Okay, so they're like, there's so many monsters here, so we have to go across the English Channel yeah. to England and see if we can, you know. What's that one town that's find something? It's a famous movie town battle there was a battle there talking about dunkirk dunkirk maybe they went to dunkirk because that's a that's a i don't know how far away that is from uh, the battle of okay we could have like a dunkirk episode where they get there and there's like uh the the english army's there mm-hmm. and they're holding off the monsters and they're getting people across the ferry and uh pierre has to like you know reluctantly helps a little bit you yeah. know he doesn't want to because he's like ah, fuck the english he has to do his Love best english accent and it's really uh, yeah. terrible. So, he, so he's fighting along with them, but he's just going like, Viva l'Empereur! You know, like, yeah. they're fine with him joining because they're fighting monsters now. But, like, he's all about Napoleon. Yeah. And he maybe he starts the episode off by, like, he just does every stereotype of an English person to try and fit in. And they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck you on about, mate? And he's but like, then, like, once the fighting kicks off, he's just, you know, he's full blatantly on. French. He's lighting cigarettes all over the place. He's wearing berets, more than one, at the same time. Yeah. Crunching on a baguette. He's doing all of it. Smelly cheeses. Mm. He doesn't care. And then... He does not care. But then, you know, as as the battle progresses and the civilians get on the boats and, and sail back to England, they're... They're like this isn't this isn't gonna end well. So Duncan, Pierre, and Sally, you know, they escape again. They get on the boat. They get yeah. on a boat. You know, maybe maybe a a, a noble English general or, or captain, whatever, is like you guys helped us when you didn't need to. You could have easily, you know, just left or joined the civilians, but you you decided to stay and fight. You know, I respect that. And he's like, get on the boat. My men and I are are condemned to death, but you, you still have a chance. And he 
pushes him on the boat, and that's that's when we yeah. first, Pierre gets his first kind of like tinge. That's like maybe some English people aren't horrible all the time, and then yeah. we get next episode. We introduce the English character, and he's just the worst. He's like the word, the most pretentious, typical, uh, stereotypical English guy of all time. He always brags about how he's almost vaguely related to the monarchy, you know. Sipping tea, yeah. eating crumpets. He's got a big pocket watch and a bowler hat and like sixteen vests on, and they've all got a bunch of buttons. You know, he's a whole—he's the whole thing. And Pierre's like, now they all—they're all horrible. <laughs> that guy was just an anomaly. <laughs> Maybe he was part yep. French. Okay, so we've—they're now in England, right? Yeah. And they think it's gonna be better when they get there, but it's just as bad. It's so bad, right? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Um, we ha- we get we get to like London and we get some cool like you know, like like Victorian cityscape overrun with monster sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks cool. Some like tentacles uh, coming out of Big Ben and they pop out the the face of the clock and a, and like a face of a monster is revealed and it's cool. You know. We, yeah, we could have like some cool street fighting here. Some Peaky Blinder guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we get some Peaky Blinder guys. Peaky Blinder guys fighting um, aliens, and they're just like, "Oh, I'm, you better watch out, mate!" And they get like ripped in half by a giant. So dog. this is where we got to get the English character from here, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, we need a reason for them to be able to hang out with this person. So maybe this English character is like a very minor lord or something. Yeah, I would say that we'll call the- him Lord Farquaad. Farquaad, yeah, that's exciting. No, uh, we get a, yeah, Lord Henry Billingsley. Billingsley, Lord Billingsley, I like that. Yeah, I think I might have stolen that from um, uh, Pride and Prejudice, but who gives uh, a shit? Lord Billiards. Billabirds. 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 I like Billabirds. Um, Lord Billabirds. And, you know, something that's obviously not an English last name, but, you know, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. It's, th- it's it's something. It's supposed to be like satiric. There's also no so, aliens, so like, who cares? Yeah, that too. So Lord Billibirds, he's got like a estate just outside the city, mm-hmm. and f- he's got a couple of soldiers, right? Yeah. And so they stay with Lord Billibirds, and um, maybe they find him cowering inside of like an old, you know, building that's been overrun with aliens, and they're able to like fend off the aliens, and they they find him. Yeah. And he's like, I'll get you. You guys can stay with me, and so they escort him to his uh, his estate, and it's this huge, like you know, obvious like mansion. You know, have you seen? Have you ever seen um Crimson Peak, that Guillermo del Toro movie with uh Tom Hiddleston? No. Well, it's pretty good. Uh, and there's like this huge uh, mansion estate that's like super decrepit, but also like gorgeous, and it's on top of this like big hill in the middle of the moors, and so maybe we that's where. That's where he goes. They go there. And they find this, you know, estate that is is falling into disrepair, but it still has a few loyal soldiers who are willing to defend it because they were loyal to Billibird's father, who was a great general and a great man, yeah. by all accounts. And Billibird's just kind of this, like, nepotism baby. He's all right. You know, you know he yeah. he's a total coward and all this stuff. And they're just like, okay, I guess I've dedicated my life to this. But he's he still has like a little bit of like uh, blue blood, you know. He's still got that little bit of royalty, which I feel like 
is the reason our group's going to keep him around because um, that still matters in this post-apocalyptic right. world. I hadn't thought about right? that. So he can still like he can still use that to like get them passage with like other war bands and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because he'll ha- he'll have all of the royal documents like around yeah. uh, with him at all times. Maybe he has this like tiny little like rectangle of paper he pulls out of his jacket pocket and he unfolds it to this like enormous yeah. poster that's a family tree oh. and, it's just... and he's he's very loosely connected to the royals yeah. but every episode he gets closer and closer to becoming king yeah exactly because more people because they're all dying and he's like oh okay and that's how it could like, I, yeah. I think it'd be really funny we're like you know episode 10 he's like xing out He's like xing out people on the family tree. And he's like, shit, I'm only like six away from the throne now. I was like 50th in line. Jesus, that's the start. Because they're like, you know, past the war band, they'd be like, oh my god, they just killed the the Duke of, you know, Vorn uh, York. Yeah, of York. And they're like, oh shit, damn, he was like, you know, 15th in line. Yeah. Huh. Huh. That'd be funny if our if like really late in this show, like you know, if we had multiple seasons uh this dude becomes king and like because he's king now and that still matters he gets he inherits like this massive army yeah right yeah and then you know mm-hmm. he begins like the the war on these aliens but he's just terrible he's terrible at, yeah. at being a general or anything like that he just you know he wants to lay about in his fineries with this big fancy velvet and his big long cloaks and his fancy desserts, his Turkish delights. And everyone's just like, this guy sucks. And that's when Duncan takes up the the leadership position with Pierre as his as his minister of war. But that would be like season like three. Yeah, that's really late in the show. Yeah. Back back to where we are, right? They're at this estate. Uh, I think a funny way to get us out of here is instead of having, like, you know, the monsters invade, we do another situation where people invade and then the monsters come in, right? Yeah. We make this a recurring thing. And the people that invade are um, Irish nationals who see their chance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. They're like, oh, shit, we can... We got... We got, a, we got a chance here to break away from England. They, like, don't really... They're not... They're like, yeah, we don't care about the aliens. We... <laughs> fuck the English. The English and are so aliens to us. They're going around, and they're trying to kill all, like, the uh, candidates for for the English king. Yeah. For the monarch. And uh, that's why they're going up to destroy this lord's house. Yeah. And, he- and so there's, like, a couple, you know guerrilla Irish soldiers probably like five or six of them mm-hmm. and they're like taking out all of uh what is his name Billabird's Billabird's men because Billabird's men yeah. are like they haven't been fed properly they haven't seen a fight in years they've just been like standing guard and they've eaten like 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 tack and and dirty water yeah. and that's it and so they're like and so like and our, our, they'll like surround our men our people in a room and like you know uh, they'll like pop in, you know. We got like six Irish soldiers uh, in the room with our main characters and Lord Billabirds, like all pointing guns at them, like having them against the wall and like you know yelling at them and stuff. Um, and like our characters are like, oh my god, like uh, you know, like he's Scottish, uh, I'm French, uh, she's American, like we're not a part of this. 
can we just leave? And that's when the monsters attack and, like, the house burns down. Maybe the house... They run out, and most of the Irish soldiers dies, except for one who joins the group. Yeah, maybe the bottom Another of lady, the house her is... name's... Uh, uh, Siobhan. I like, I always like the name Siobhan. Spelled with a Siobhan, that's the, that's the sister in, um, what's that movie? Uh, The Banshees of Inishir. Oh, that's a good movie. everyone likes but that it's, movie. It's I haven't watched it. So it's, 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 a, it's okay. Yeah. It's good. Between good and okay. Um, uh, so Siobhan, she's like this badass, like, uh, Irish revolutionary, super anti-English, mm-hmm. um, maybe tries to kill Lord Billingsburg in, in multiple his times in his sleep. Yeah. And like begrudgingly and like super reluctantly, Dunk has to save him multiple times. Yeah. Yeah. Every single time. And he falls. What if he falls in love with her and she's just completely like, "This guy is the fucking worst." It's like, oh my, my sweet Irish flower. I will pluck the. Oh, you, Lord Billingsbird. Yeah, but falls in love with yeah, her. he's yeah. in love with her, and she's just like, "This guy's the worst." Yeah. Uh-huh. And so I say they leave from England, like they. Billingsley has a he's got a he's got a sailboat yeah he's got a boat somewhere you know on the coast so they leave from England they go up to like Norway area right they sail around most of Europe and they go up to Norway and I think that this they take you know a trip through like kind of east uh, northern Europe into Russia because they think oh Moscow's gonna be the best like Moscow the, those Russians are fucking crazy they're they're gonna be fine and they get to Moscow. Yeah, and it's they'll think the Russians because the Russians weren't at the battle, so maybe their army's the most intact, right? Yeah, that's what they're thinking. And and then they get there, and it's a whole Stalingrad situation. Like it's really bad, you know. And so they just kind of have mm-hmm. to. And maybe they work their way through Russia, like the whole of Russia. They walk from from one side to the other, and they get to you know that. Yeah, they, where they get to like. Are you talking about like down to? The, like the Balkans, kind of, because I was thinking we could go to like Constantinople. Uh, yeah, we could do Constantinople. I was thinking that they made it to Siberia and then sailed from like from Siberia from the uh, I forget what that sea is called. That's like on the uh, uh, what you call it, eastern coast of Russia. It's on the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, but there's a sea that they have a sea up there. It's between the it's between um, Japan and Russia. Um, they s- so you want us to go to Japan? I was just gonna say we go to America, but they could go to Japan. That would be pretty cool. I don't. That's a long ass trip to go to America. Yeah, it is a long ass trip. For like to cross all of Siberia. Yeah. I feel like we're missing a lot of Europe too. If we just like. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Do that too. We could do Gonstantinople. Like, I, I, we could do Budapest. What I want, I I want them to stay in Europe so we can get like all these famous characters, kind of. You know, mm-hmm. Cause, like America's not too interesting at this point. In, history yeah i mean like you they get to america they get to california that's like uh you know it's not really it's not a state yet it's not they find a bunch of gold but they're like they're a bunch of fucking aliens what are we gonna do with this gold billingsley hides the gold and you know he has to throw it off his side because it's weighing him down when they're climbing up a a cliff you know that sort of thing but yeah you're right I'm, i'm thinking they like they get to russia right and they meet uh a russian guide who's like sort of like a hunter type of dude mm-hmm. his name's anton Anton. and anton he's their guy leading them south because they're trying to get to 
Um, the, the first they went to Russia to hope, thinking it would be better, mm-hmm. but it's not. So they're like, we'll go to the Ottoman Empire because you know they weren't even in this war, so maybe they're doing better. Yeah, they're probably. And so great. they're going, they're going south towards Istanbul slash Constantinople, mm-hmm. and uh, this is where Anton gets attacked by the bear and the monster thing, and he dies because he gets you know yeah, he, the bear he gets him. ripped in half by a bear because he was an idiot. Maybe we can have Tom, Thomas Jefferson. Maybe Thomas Jefferson signed a peace treaty with the aliens. That could be something. What? Thomas Just, I, <laughs> Thomas Jefferson. Threw that out of nowhere. Yeah, that's why there's no there's maybe there's not really aliens in America because they signed a peace treaty with Thomas Jefferson. So the Americans and the aliens teamed up, and so they're like the Americans are. I don't are, know about that. Distra- it feels weird. It does feel weird. Maybe we could have something weird like that happen like later, but I feel like it's too early in the invasion for something mm-hmm. as insane as that, as that to for happen. For treaties to be signed. Yeah. For Martin Van Buren to have a treaty signed with the mole people. Mm-hmm. So I don't know where this is going, but I think at some point they should... I think it would be cool to run into Napoleon's war band. He's still kicking, yeah. you know? And it's grown, It's like huge now, and he's still he's still like the emperor. Mm-hmm. And Pierre is just absolutely taken when he meets him. Yeah, and he's like, I get to you know fuck you guys. I'm gonna rejoin the emperor's you know Ew. army because that's you know who I am. Yeah. Uh, and you know, Napoleon's army like maybe we'll be introduced to them because there's like a huge. Maybe we have this uh, like Helm's Deep or like Deus Ex Machina moment, right? Where our characters are like definitely gonna die, mm-hmm. right? There's so many monsters all around them. They're in a big field, like there's nothing they can do. And over the hills, like this cavalry charge comes down, and these cannons are like, you know, maybe they're in a valley, and these cannons get set up, and they get blowing oh, the monsters apart. That would be great. And Pierre has like this really romantic moment where he turns around and he sees like, you know, the French cavalry and the big French flag, and he sees the emperor, and he's like, oh my god. Vive l'Empereur. Yeah. You know? Like, with this really big, yeah, like, sort of romantic... And then he lights a cigarette. Nationalistic moment. Yeah. My God. Yeah. Lights a cigar, and then boom. Calvary wipes out all the things, and he's like, I want to rejoin, you know, but he, he gets called a coward because he yeah. abandoned at the Battle of Waterloo, and he's branded as a traitor, and they can't... He can't rejoin. It's like this absolutely devastating blow to him. They all get, like, put in chains... You know, all of the, everyone who isn't Pierre gets put in chains. Pierre goes up to Napoleon and, like, seeks counsel and, and or not counsel, he seeks, like, a, an audience. he's, like, a them. member of the old guard. And he's like, I, you know, I fought with you since Egypt and stuff. And he's like, you know, you abandoned me at Waterloo. Maybe Napoleon. See, I didn't abandon you. I got caught in the burning building. You, you know, you joined the English. You're a spy. He's like, wait, we're still fighting the English? Of course we're still fighting the English. We could be fighting all the monsters in the world, but we still be fighting the English. Yeah, and then he gets, like, thrown in, cha- in chains and shackles again, just next to all the people he had just told to go fuck themselves because he's rejoining the French army. Yeah. And maybe Napoleon still has that big long hat that he has and all those historical photos, but now it's got, like, mm-hmm. a human skull on it because he's, it's like a war band. He's no longer, you know, this... Like an alien skull would probably make oh, more sense. Oh, yeah, maybe a cool alien skull. And then he's got a human skull wrapped, uh, like, tied around his crotch. And he's like, that was, you know, a famous English general. We'll come up with a famous English that was general. Duke Wellington. That's Duke of Wellington, inventor of the beef Wellington. No, he, he's the guy that beat 
Napoleon Waterloo. That makes sense. That makes more sense than the inventor of the, of the beef wellington. Yep. Now let's think of some, uh, some fun character traits for our, for our, for our main crew. Sally Mae, Billingsley, uh, Duncan, Pierre. And, uh, well, uh, Billy's B's got plenty of them already. Yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he's he, we already got that down. Yeah, he sucks. He's great because he's terrible. Maybe Pierre's a, maybe Pierre is like a terrible chef because everyone expects all oh, the French, they, they know all about food. And so he big up, he talks up all of his, his chefing capabilities. And then they finally get somewhere that has a kitchen and he's just, he's just god awful. But, yeah. Uh, Low, uh, Duncan is amazing. He's an amazing chef. Yeah, but he only makes... Which is, obviously makes no sense, because yeah. you're like... <laughs> but he only makes Scottish cuisine, which sucks. Yeah, he <laughs> only makes Scottish food, so he makes haggis and black pudding and, you know, all this shit, and everyone's like, ugh, I don't want to eat that. And then they try it, and they're like, this is fantastic. It's good, but it also sucks. It's also <laughs> like, why? Why would you make uh, this into food? But also, wow, but yeah. it works, you know? I think they should all sort of fit their the caricatures of the country at the time. Yeah. Like, Pierre should be really prideful. Uh, like, he thinks, you know, France is better than everyone. He sort of has this us-against-the-world mentality. Dunk has, like, this very much um, begrudging helper sort of attitude. Like, he doesn't really want to be there, but he's there because he has to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, Scottish and... Yeah. In, uh, Scottish in and right in English Army. Scottish and just life... I think that's and, that's a good way to surmise Scottish people in general. Uh, the Irish lady, like, she's also, like, she's similar to Pierre, like, very nationalistic, wants to, you know, very prideful, cares about, you know, her history a lot, and uh, hates the English guy. That's pretty, Most of her personality is wanting to murder this dude mm-hmm. and establish a republic and, and get back to Ireland. Yeah. And they're, like, not going the right way, which she's not happy about, but she's sort of like, you know, She's, she's stuck on this journey because she promised she'd kill the English guy. Yeah, and so she has to stay with them long enough to, like, to where that they all agree that, you know, she could just kill him. Yeah, I, I think it'd be funny if really late in the show, um, like, we, it, maybe we should, because you said that the English guy's in love with her, so maybe, I don't know if we should uh, keep that as, like, a romantic arc going where, like, she doesn't like him at first, and we, we as an audience don't like him at first, but he sort of grows on us over time, you know? Maybe he's, like, charming, or we have, like, someone that's charming play him, mm-hmm. like Henry Cavill. We get Henry know? Cavill. Somebody that you can't help to like because they're charismatic. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's still a, a physical coward even though he's huge. But, like, over time, he will become better, Yeah, right? over time, he... And so he what I was thinking where this goes is that when he becomes king, mm-hmm. she's still trying to kill him, and he's like, I, you know what? What? what like, I'll, I'll I'll give Ireland its freedom. I'm king now. Mm-hmm. And she's like, wait, really? He's like, yeah. I, what, I don't care. What does Ireland free. do? They're, they're done. It's free. They're free. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kingdom Ireland. It exists now. Republic of Ireland. Wherever you want it to be. And she's like, oh, my God. And that's, the, like, the moment where she starts uh, liking him. Yeah. And then, you know, but he's like, maybe at that point, he's over her. He's like, I've tried to give you all the, all the affection I can, and you've just hated me from the second you laid eyes on me. I'm done. You can have your little Ireland. It's free now. Go away. And she's just like, kind of, you know, put out by that. Maybe she leaves, you know, and then like an episode or two comes back, it comes back, you know, Harrison Ford style which saves the day at the very end by not doing mm-hmm. a whole lot but she was there at the right time 
Yeah. Classic. Yeah. All right. Well, that was cool. I like that show a lot. I didn't expect it to be so interesting and weird. I think it's all right. Yeah. What? Uh. What's? It's, it's, what's, it's the, what's the title? Viva las extraterrestres. Long live the aliens. That I like that. I think just long live the aliens is better than. Viva la extraterrestres. Well, because I, I was going off like, you know. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, you know, long live the emperor. Yeah. Long live the aliens. I get it. I like it, though. And then maybe each episode, the song that we play over the credits is a reference to wherever the characters are going next. You know? Because it's a road trip. Istanbul, the concert. Istanbul, the concert. Istanbul, the concert. Yeah, that was kind of... I don't, I don't really know any other ones like that. Yeah, but there, there's Russia songs. Um, maybe we play Rasputin. Or, yeah, that, that song, Rasputin. Ra, ra, yeah, Rasputin, uh, Russia's greatest love machine. We could play yeah, uh, we The Queen is Dead. That's a song, I believe, from the Smiths. You know? I'm trying to think of other titles. Napoleonic uh, Aliens. Aliens, uh, but it's Napoleon Times. <laughs> that should be, that's yeah. the name of the show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I like that. I thought it was fun. That was good. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to the Very Reasonable Pilots podcast. I've been your host, Charles Lung. With me, as always, been my co-host, editor, producer, co-pilot, gunner, navigator, podcasting associate, and how are you doing today, Jacob? How about you just shut up and end the podcast? <laughs> Jacob Gloth, everyone. Have a good day. If you like what you heard here and you want to hear more, please give us a like, a follow, subscribe. If you, please tell your friends, your family, your dog, your cat. And remember, we'll be here next week. Jake will have a show for you. I'll have a show the week after. It'll be a whole thing. You know? We're, we're gonna record on a Monday next week. I promise. Yeah. Uh, Charlie had the bright idea to postpone like eight times for this recording. Yeah, so. Charlie's not great. If he's at... dead next week, that's because he postponed again. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Katie has orders to to put a bullet in my brain. Yeah, well, she won't need them because I'll do it. Okay, good. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Fly out there. Blow your brains out. Yeah, I know. Bye. Bye. <laughs>